You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hey, Dolphins, this is Michael Fink with the uh, FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you and bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. During the season, you'll hear two shows each week where we review and preview each game. We shoot straight from the hip and have fun in doing so. We'd like to thank both the Dolphins Talk Network and the Pigskin Podcast Network for their support. Uh, Make sure to check them out. Please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Please make sure to follow the show. That way you'll know when a new one comes out. It's truly appreciated. All right, let's uh, kick off today's show. And it's another podcast. This week we're here to preview the Pittsburgh Steelers, who the Dolphins will be playing Sunday night. With me is Daniel Reinhardt. What up, Ben fans? And Louis Ragoni. Hello, Dolphins. So, Louis, two is coming back. Are you ready? Is he? Are you certain of that, Mike? I think I am. Let's no, go. No, you see, Mike, I said certain, and then you said I think. So is he coming back or is he not? Are we a hundred percent sure? You think he's back. He's back. The tea baby. leaves are saying he's back. So I, you know. So yeah, we don't have confirmation as to uh, barring a setback, like yeah. he falls out of the shower and bangs his head. He should be back, or he stumbles, you know, on the practice field, and they've got spies there watching every move we make. Which why is are you always- guys putting that stuff into the universe? Well, because, you know, it seems like this organization as a whole can't get out of their own way, you know. They are um, a little snake bit, aren't they? They sure are. I mean, between injuries and, you know, owners and GMs, meddling, all this crazy stuff that goes on with this organization. I don't know how these guys can focus on football on a given Sunday. Well, but- Lewis, they're just trying to keep it interesting for us. And it is yeah. interesting. You, no. you got to admit it. Listen, I'll I'll pass on the interesting and take the W's, okay? I don't care about them being interesting. Yeah, I I totally feel you there. Daniel. Yeah, um, I actually think that this is – I think Tua is back. It's kind of like written in the stars because we're on Sunday Night Football. He's back. We're celebrating the 50th anniversary of the 72 team this weekend, right, in Miami. So, uh, you know, kudos to that 50th anniversary team. we are in prime time. We get to see Tua in prime time. It's called redemption, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Fired you know, up. As, yeah. As time moves on, there's less and less of us that have seen that 72 season. And uh, I'm happy I was able to see it. And uh, I'm always excited when these guys get together. It's a little bittersweet this year because, you know, she was no longer with them. Yeah. But Jake um, Scott past you know there's a lot of guys yeah i I just hope they enjoy their celebration and uh uh, don't let those who are missing get them too down because they really deserve to enjoy the accomplishment yeah and i hope they do something special on sunday night football for it as well i mean i know we're celebrating it at hard rock i know the team is celebrating it and we got the players coming in but hopefully sunday night football does something for them well, they're, they are having a halftime presentation or celebration or whatever they want to call it. Well, uh, they but, are, but uh, but is the network going to tell I'm talking about on the broadcast, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Are they going to put something in regard to the televised uh, game, Mike? Because, you know, they'll put some knuckleheads on there playing music at halftime instead of, you know, showing something that I feel, you know, as a Dolphin fan, you know, they should be 
you know, something should be put on the telecast in regard to it. And as an uh, NFL fan, I mean, it, it's significant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, absolutely! It's the so, only yeah, it, it's yeah, the only time you know, it's ever I mean, been done. People can poo-poo it, but uh, it's pretty tough to duplicate. As teams have found out, the Patriots found out the hard way, and uh, like uh, 50, the Bears found out the hard way. And you fifty know, years, yeah, that's yeah. all it needs to be said. Yeah. Yeah. 50 years nobody's done it additionally i thought there was a pretty cool uh a pretty cool talking point that would be happening this weekend a couple of weeks ago kenny pickett was named the starter and he's what the next pittsburgh quarterback the next yeah. university of pittsburgh quarterback and he was coming to miami to play damarino's old team in in primetime football i thought that would definitely be a talking point for the broadcast as well Hopefully he clears concussion protocol and can play. Well, it well, sounds like they expect him to play. Yeah, there, there's. I mean, you look at this game as a whole on Sunday night, right? It's 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 really interesting because you've got you've got the celebration, um, which is you know to me, you know, as a Dolphin fan, and I I would hope that any other Dolphin fan that's as old as me and Mike are just thrilled about that. And then you've got what you just mentioned. Then you've got Flores and Minka coming mm-hmm. back, right? Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I feel is quite interesting, the fact that, you know, Flores is back with Menka. You know what I'm saying? I wonder how that relationship is. It's so soap opera, right? Exactly. So, so there's, I mean, if, if you're an announcer for this game on Sunday night, there is so many talking points in yep. regard to all this. It's, it's like, it's never ending. I mean, hopefully the game itself is good, but my goodness, as an announcer, you love this kind of stuff because there's so many other factors involved in this, you know. And as a writer so, and all the other things, you know. It, right. You know, it gives them a lot to work with. Yes. Over absolutely. your typical normal week. Right. You know, who, who is doing Sunday nights now? Well, it's the NBC broadcast team. Yeah. I can't remember who's on. I mean, it, off is the it still is it still Collinsworth? Because he, I think it is. He yeah. annoys the living shit out. Well, of me. you know it's Collinsworth. <laughs> well, I, I they switched everybody around, Mike, and I yeah, watch so I know, much football. I, I can't remember who's where anymore. Yeah, yeah. it's you it's Tarico and Collinsworth. Tarico's yeah. with them. Okay, yeah, but Al Michaels left. Right? He's yeah, now he's, on, he's doing Amazon. Amazon. I mean, it's just crazy. But Collinsworth, to me, is just, I mean, I loved him as a player, but as an announcer, I mean, he just drives me nuts. He's one of my least favorite guys to listen to, and unfortunately, I'm going to Yeah, and you, the problem with him, in my mind, is you can tell who he's rooting for while he's, uh, while he's broadcasting. I, I did want to say, though, as soon as Flores went to Pittsburgh, that was something that was in my head, Lou, is how was he going to deal with being back with Minka? Uh, and I don't right. know if anybody knows this, but when a broadcast comes to a, a, a local game, right, for a Sunday night football or whatever, uh, there is a booklet that's given to all these broadcasters, and they're hundreds of pages long. All the talking points it's on this one, <laughs> it's going to be media packet. Media packet, that's the yep. word. Yeah, that media packet is going to be massive this week. Yep, like a Bible. Yep. You can actually pull it up on your computer. Is that right? It is. I'll that I damned. did not know. That's interesting, Mr. Fink. Thanks for that tidbit. People may go out and take that information and use it wisely. (laughs) (laughs) Or not. I'm not sure you can do a whole lot with it, Lewis. Can't really trust people to do anything wisely these days, Well, it's interesting. You know, it's interesting stuff. You know, maybe some things that, you know, people weren't aware of. You know, they can find Daniel, you were going to talk about our offense. Am I correct? I was going to talk about our offense, yeah, during our little uh, preview show. Yeah, Yeah, so tell me about it. Well, 
I mean, what is there to say? Our offense is performing very well, even in spite of the injuries. Uh, obviously, we have to worry about the offensive line if we don't score more points. <laughs> if we don't, and and we'll talk about that for a second. Um, in a second, we have to worry about the offensive line because our tackles are are as you said last week, atrocious right now. Without Teron Armstead, our Greg Little is just not it out at left tackle. So we're struggling there. We have to give our quarterback more time. But that sure actually played pretty well last week. So we we were hard on the tackles when really we were talking about little. Sure, um, sure. Uh, but here's the thing. I mean, little has he doesn't have a great grade at right tackle, but he played a better at right tackle, much better than he did at left tackle last week. We need Armstead back, plain and simple. We got to give our quarterbacks more time, regardless of who it is, because as you pointed out on last week's show. We've gone four games in a row with having a, a quarterback knocked out of the game. And, and Lou put, uh, pointedly put it, we ha- can't get through a full half. Now, right. We know, we know Tua, uh, Tua is coming back from the concussion. We're in prime time. We can't afford f- for him to take too many hits. So we have to get the offensive line short up. But to your point, Lou, right now we're scoring 21 points per game, which puts us at 17th in the league. So if we want to overcome whatever deficiencies we have on defense with the the injuries at cornerback, we're going to have to score more points. And we're putting our our guys in positions to do so because we're eighth in the NFL in yards per game at 366.2, and we're second in the league in passing yards per game. None of that means nothing. Well, if we don't put points on the board, you're right. Exactly. But, but if we was to tell you before the season and, and leading up to the season, we was talking about how we needed to have better offensive output. We're struggling in the run game still a little bit, but that's starting to trend upwards. And no matter who we've got at quarterback, as you've seen Bridgewater do in the last three quarters last week, we can get the ball to our offensive playmakers and they're going to perform well. I mean, Tyreek Hill had 177 yards last week, and even though he made a couple of mistakes, Waddle had 129. So between the two of those guys, that's 300 yards receiving. And so we're going to continue to be able to get them the ball. I think that Pittsburgh's defense, while they they only have their plus one in turnover ratio, they only have the same amount of sacks as us and 12 sacks through the season. The difference is they have eight INTs on the year. Whereas we only have one. So we are going to have to protect the ball while we're throwing it. But this defense is not nothing to sneeze, uh, nothing that is going to scare us, right? They're not performing very well right now. If you're now. Miami, how do you attack them? As with every game, I believe that we're going to have to attack with the run game. They don't have TJ Watt right now. They are struggling. Um, I think they have a couple of cornerbacks that are hurt too. The, the death chart, or I mean, the injury report hasn't come out yet this week, but I believe they have a couple of guys that are banged up. I think Minka missed last week, he did. If, I, if I'm not mistaken. So that would help us a lot as well. But I, it all starts with the run game and Mostert has started to pick up the pace. I think Tua being back is going to be a huge boon for us because He's really good on the rollouts, and their their defensive ends right now are they're without TJ Watt. So uh, I think getting the run game going is going to be important. That can help us get out to a lead. If we have to just drop back and pass because we're at a deficit, then then we may be in trouble. 
Yeah, we two is important. Mike, scratch all that. Blah, 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 Let me. I was reading something at the same time. And and as I was saying, Pittsburgh defense—they're not performing very well at all. They're giving up 398 yards per game, which is fourth worst in the league. And they're giving up 277.8 passing yards per game, which is third worst. So if we can get those safeties to suck up and we can get the play action going, we're going to feast on this defense in prime time. And and for that reason, I think we have a pretty good offensive game. Yeah, I mean, the tackles are going to be extremely important here. Uh, this isn't a great defense, but if we... If we're able to get Austin Jackson back this week, which they're saying is a good possibility, right? Um, that's what the word is. I Guys. don't. I didn't hear good possibility. Yeah. I heard he came off the uh, IR, IR and yeah. letting him practice. Well, I read somewhere where they said that week seven he'll be back. So we'll we'll see we'll if see. that in fact yeah. takes place. And of course, Armstead. Lord only knows if we get those two guys back across the line. I mean, we're in pretty good shape. Um, you know, you want that with two in the game. You know, if they're not back, then all three quarterbacks better be ready because God knows who we're going <laughs> to see. It's going to be quite interesting. I mean, we do the preview show pretty early, but you know, who's going to be to his backup? Is it going to be Teddy? Is it going to be Teddy? Yeah, you think so, huh? I do. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, so all of these injuries are, are definitely a concern and would be a major benefit if we get those two tackles back. That's a plus. And I know Waddle's banged up too. He's on the injury report with yep, a shoulder, shoulder. injury. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's another guy that absolutely, he had a bad game last week, but, you know, he's <laughs> he's going to have it in him to just go out and make up for what happened last week. He's going to have fire on him. So. I will say that I think that the strength of the Pittsburgh defense is right up the middle. You know, they got Cameron Hayward on that defensive line and Devin Bush. Devin Bush and Miles Jack are both uh, tremendous linebackers. Their linebacker core is is very good, so it may, uh, in fact, be a little more difficult for us to run on them. Yeah, their strong do, safety is good as well. Yeah, well, I, I'm not he, I'm not sold on on Terrell Edmonds, um, who is their strong safety. Uh, he. I don't know. I see deficits in his game, but he a lot of those are made up because Minka is so damn good. So right, Minka Minka's their playmaker back there. I mean, their defense, their pass defense is ranked thirtieth in the league. I mean, yeah. that's that's where you got to attack them. You have yep. to attack them, and you know, and and you know, spread the ball around, get it down to Gasicki, or make Gasicki take Minka out of the equation. I don't know how they're going to defend us, but. Their, their secondary is not going to be able, if Waddle, in fact, does play, they're not going to be able to cover our guys. It's just a matter of having time to get them the football. Well, it's, you know, it's going to be one of two things, Lewis. You know, if, if you're the Steelers, there, there's one of two ways to approach our offense. Either you blitz the hell out of them mm-hmm. and really try and get into his face. Right. Or you drop back and play coverage. Right. Exactly. And I, I don't think, think there's an in-between. I think it's one or the other. I think they're going to... They're come. They're going. They're going to come at after us, as far as I'm concerned. Especially if the tackles are out. Uh-huh. You've watched teams stunt and just you know create issues for our line. Everybody's confused. They get immediate pressure. If they try to sit back and cover our guys, they're they're going to have problems because they're impossible to cover. They really yep. are, and that yep. includes Gasecki down the field. So. You know, I think they have to attack us, and I think, you know... Well, you if may- you play quarters, it makes it easier to do, do that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, where, where you kind of get hurt there is the comebacks and stuff like that, you know? Right. Well, but, they are a base 3-4 defense. So yeah. what you would love yep. to see is us create some mismatches with those linebackers in coverage, right? And you'll see a lot. Uh, we, we see it every week. But you're going to see a lot, of emo- a lot of motion. And I think even possibly more of getting Tyreek and Jalen Waddle to motion back into the backfield to be able to create some mismatches on these linebackers. Yeah, get the ball to the running backs, you know, out of the backfield. They have enough talent on offense that I I don't feel that they're utilizing everybody to their, you know, to the best extent. You know, even a guy like Craycraft, you know, you put him on the field, he's an afterthought. I mean, he's going to be man to man somewhere along the way. And, you know, so we've already talked about Cedric Wilson. I mean, He's got to have man-to-man coverage anytime he goes out. They've got to they they've got to take advantage of those situations. You know they're going against their lesser D backs on the opposite side of the field. You've got to you've got to spread the ball around. If they're blitzing, you know you dump balls in the flat to the running backs. That'll slow those blitzes down. They've they've got to be prepared for that because I'm, if if I'm Pittsburgh, that's how I'm coming after us. As I said, especially if the tackles are are out of the football game, Lewis. Uh- I'm going to take a minute and talk play. about DraftKings, Mike. Yes, we're going to play our DraftKings spot. You got it. You playing this week? I play every week, funny guy. <laughs> Are you taking Pittsburgh defense? <laughs> no chance, brother. Atta no boy. chance. All right, we'll be right back. You got it. Your kicker's lining up for an onside kick. The chances of regaining possession are slim. The stakes are high and the tension is higher. Your pulse racing. He kicks and you watch as the ball lands. Make every play feel this exciting with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL and their unbeatable offers. Right now, new customers can make any $5 NFL bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Now, check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Next week, you could bet the Dolphins and the over, and uh, there you go. Got a chance to win some money. To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per day all season long. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Just place a $5 bet on any football game. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook using code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. All right, Lewis, your turn. We're talking about their offense against our our give-up-big-play defense. We play phenomenal for about 50 out of – or 55 (laughs) out of 60 plays, right? I mean, that's been – listen, you go back, guys. I mean, all three of us right now, let's think about how many big plays over the course of these first six games – the defense has given up. I mean, big plays. I'm talking yeah. about chunk touchdowns. Baltimore had two. Cincinnati had one, right? The Jets had a couple. I mean, every single week, it's it's big plays. Last week, it was the same exact thing. We two gave big up. plays gave up most of the yardage last week. Two yes. big plays. You know? That was it. I mean, they played phenomenal defense otherwise. Yeah. So now you're going against the Pittsburgh offense that – is not very good. I mean, overall, they're ranked 29th. They're 28th running the football. They're 24th passing the football. The offensive line is not very good. We don't know if 
Pickett's playing. If he is, I, I believe I believe he is. He will be playing. Yeah, well, I think so. Whether it's him or Trubisky, you know, to be honest with you, I think even though Trubisky's a vet, I'd much rather go up against him. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Pickett's kind of a you know an unknown situation there. He hasn't played overly well in his first couple of games. He's got one touchdown, four interceptions. He's been sacked four times over uh, the two games he started. He's played in three different games at this point. He came in halfway through, I believe, in one of the games. But if you look at them as a whole, you know, Najee Harris is, is a great talent, but he's only averaging a little over three yards a carry. He's got one touchdown all season. You know, their receiving core is talented. Deontay Johnson, Pickens, the kid they drafted. And, and Chase Claypool, they're, they're a good trio. They're a very good trio. But again, you know, Johnson's averaging 8.9 yards per catch. I mean, this is a guy that, that in years past has been able to get down the field and they're just not getting the job done. So, you know, when I look at, when I look at Pittsburgh's offense, I don't have any doubt in my mind that we're going to be able to control them. Uh, we've played some really good offenses this year, and I think that we don't have to do anything crazy. Even if if Pickett if Pickett is in fact quarterbacking this week, you know you just you just fake a lot of blitzes. You know you confuse the kid, but I don't think we have to over blitz on this team and allow them to make some big plays down the field with their receivers because they're all capable. I think that you know that the the injury to Needham is definitely going to hurt. I don't know. I mean, again, it's too early in the week. We don't know who else is going to play in regard to the cornerback position. I'm guessing Kahu. Kahu, we would hope, and we hope that right. maybe Crusan is back as well. You know, that would be a major plus. Um, if not, then we've got Iggy, and he's got to step up. And, and this is going to be a challenge because these three are, are talented. Um, you know, again, I think it's a situation where we don't have to go crazy blitzing on this football team. I think that we can handle them. Uh, their offense has struggled quite a bit. It's a matter of the opposite side of the football putting points on the board. But I think our defense is more than up for handling the situation. I don't think they're going to be able to run the football on us at all. At all. Here's how our cornerbacks look according to PFF. Okay, Igbenogany has a 56.6 and Howard has a 50.8. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Howard struggled a little bit. He did, he has. of he course. Str- he struggled uh, a couple of – he had a couple of poor plays against Justin Jefferson too. I, I'd like to expand on your point just a little bit, Lou. Sure. Uh, last week and, – and I know this isn't a review show, but I just want – just to prove the point. Last week, Dalvin Cook had 13 carries for 77 yards. Yep. One of those was 53. Yep. So pre- prior to that, he had 12 carries for 24 yards. They, they all they all count. them up. They right? all count. They all, they all, I know they that. do all count. But the Mike, one but, big play, yep, and holding them to a really low average. I, I, from what I'm seeing last week, we only gave up three plays over ten yards. Yeah, you I know? mean they had eight, eight three and outs. I mean, listen, the defense is more than capable, and I think that as you look at them as a whole, and I don't know what the issue is. I mean, obviously we're getting caught in man to man. Um, X-Man has given up some touchdowns. You know, he gave a big one up on the slant in Baltimore. He gave one up down the sideline in Cincinnati, right? I mean, these things have happened. He got we got, we got to put it in a perspective, though. When you're, when you're playing on two bad groins, or at least one at the time, uh, you know, that's going to hamper your play. Absolutely. I mean, listen, 
guys, you know, we talk about X-Man, and you're absolutely right, Mike. I mean, he has been playing injured. You know, I felt he had a very solid game last week. I mean, people look at that play that that big play gave up down the sideline to Jefferson, but there was nothing he could do about it. I mean, they executed the play perfectly. He got cut off, and that was it. I mean, he couldn't get outside, and that is a result of them not trusting in some of the other guys that were on the field where they just switched up on guys. You know, if X-Man was covering Jefferson all over the field, it was an impossibility for him to get. It was a great executed, designed, and then executed play. It was executed perfectly, and it was a great design behind it. That happens. We talk about giving the other team credit all the time. You had to give them credit on that. The bottom line is, is that Holland and some of these other guys have to step up. I mean, the big run that you just mentioned, Daniel, it could have been a 10-yard run. Instead, it went for how many yards, and it basically sealed our fate. He had an opportunity to come up and make that play, and he just whiffed. I mean, he missed him completely. He didn't even slow him down in any way, shape, or form. You know, he's not getting interceptions back there. Guys like this have to step up. They have to start making plays. I mean, it can't. we can't just depend on one guy, an X-man, to make plays. Ogba's another one. You know, he got paid. He's got to start making sacks. Phillips had a nice, solid game, I felt, last week. But, you know, he's got to make his presence known this week. He's got to get to the quarterback without us having the blitz. All of these guys have to step up. We can't just depend on X-man and and look at him as, you know, the fault factor here. Because he is out there on an island. And as Mike mentioned, he's he's been hurt. And that's the way it is. Some of these other guys at times, we got to get turnovers, guys. And we're not doing it. Yeah, where I mean, are they? <laughs> we lost a turnover battle yeah, 3-0. <laughs> right. Yeah, we're, we are we're uh, minus five on the season. Yeah. And I mean, that's not horrible. But well, it is. <laughs> for our defense and with the way, how we play. Second, second worst. Down to down, right? I mean, if you look at our defense down to down, right, and how we play it, we, we do a very, very good job, and we've played some really good offenses up to this point, okay? The problem has been penalties in some games, right? Foolish yes. penalties. I mean, X-Man had one. I mean, we've set up teams for points. And then, of course, the turnover situation. We're not getting enough turnovers. We have to start stripping the ball, hitting the quarterback, forcing him to throw the ball down the field and and throwing, you know, making some bad throws. We have to start forcing the issue. Well, because you know, playing playing the rookie quarterback, you would think this would be the game. Yeah. Guys, we have one interception. One. One. Yeah. One through six games. I mean, that's 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 ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous that's got to change for us to be where we want to be and we've we've recovered what three fumbles i mean you know i know other teams have fumbled five times on us but we've only recovered three of them so technically what do we have four turnovers the whole year i mean that that's not a lot i mean last year we were getting that in one game yep it's got they've got to change that you know they've just got to change that well that's the question it, it it it's coverage. It's it's um, pressure on the quarterback. As far as I'm concerned, you got to force the quarterback in the mistakes. You have to. There's a lot of missed tackles at times. You know opportunities where you know when you get when you're in a position to get to the quarterback, you have to get to him. You have to get to him. You can't allow him to escape and make a play down the field or throw the ball away. There was a point last week 
where uh, Cousins, and it could have been a very big play for us. Um, I believe it was in the end zone where they had him and he was able to get the ball. I don't know how he got the ball off, but our defender was right there, and I can't remember who it was, but my goodness, if he would have went in just a little bit higher, it's a fumble and maybe it's seven points our way. Do you guys remember the play I'm talking about? Yep. Yep. I mean, you know, that's what they have to do. I mean, you know, being inches away is not getting the job done. They have to get there and make the plays and create them. They've done it a few times this year, early in the season, but it's been non-existent of late. Anything to add to that, Daniel? No, I I think that's exactly right. Uh, And to your point, we need more turnovers. Pittsburgh has 10 takeaways on the season. We can't afford to give them. We can't afford to give away the football on Sunday night. Are we doing pre? Are we doing uh, predictions? I don't really want to do predictions. It, it's really terrible. They're terrible, 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 terrible. You're putting me in a corner. All right. So we've talked about how we think Miami will attack the Steelers and vice versa. I do think Flores is a wild card in that conversation. Neither one of you brought him up. And you would. That's a good point, Mike. That's why you're here. That's a very good point. Uh, you know, he knows our players, or, yeah, or at does. least the majority of them. He knows what their weaknesses are. He knows what their strengths are. He knows what they like to do. He knows what they can't do as well. Yep. So, you know, to me, that's worth a couple of points, you know, in, in the Steelers' favor. Um, if if McDaniels is smart, Mike, yep. you know, he'll change a lot of things up. Just, sure. You know, you know, to his weaknesses, hey, you know, guess what? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna show you that they're not weaknesses, that sort of thing, you know. He may say do this, do that, and McDaniel has to sit there and get into it and say, hey, you know. I mean, there is there would have been an advantage to maybe having one of the other guys quarterback this week in that aspect. That that's a really good point that you brought up, Mike. That me and Daniel both uh, you know slipped up on. Absolutely. Yeah, no advantage in having one of those other guys. Two is the one. And, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm saying in regard to that, Daniel. I'm not talking about overall. I'm saying in Flores knows exactly what to likes was, to do sure. and yep. doesn't like to do. And he'd that. love to. He'd love to just annihilate him this yep. week, wouldn't he? Yep. I mean, you know, you'd think that's well, what I'm saying. Go ahead, Mike. So you were done. But the reverse is also true. Two is going to want to beat him. Yes, absolutely. And so are the and rest of those guys. Yeah. Who wants it more, guys? That's the question. Who wants it more? <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> Now, Mike, you're first with predictions this week, okay? Because me and Daniel have been going first, so you go first this week. Let's okay, go. there, Mr. Commentator? Well, it's Sunday night at home, hopefully in front of a packed house. And uh, uh, there's always a little more energy at the night games from the crowd. So I, I do think that's going to help Miami. You know, that I'm a little worried about the Flores factor. I really am. But... Uh, I think Miami is the better team right now uh, on both sides of the ball. So it's tough not to pick them. And uh, so that's what I'm going to do. Now, the question is, can we score points? I think it's going to be a struggle. Uh, Two is not going to be in his groove because he's missed some time. Uh, So I'm thinking maybe like a 21-17 game. Dana, you want to? Okay, sure. Yeah, I'll go. Uh, I am going to uh, agree that the Flores thing is is a thing, but I'm on the other side of that. These guys are going to be fired up. They're going to be fired up to prove to a national audience as well that this Dolphins team is not the 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 zero and three team from the last three weeks. We've got our leader back. These guys are going to go out there and they're going to get it. A lot of people may say the stars are aligning against us because of all these things we talked about earlier. 
I am on the other side of that. I am going to pound the table. I'm going to give you guys a guarantee Miami wins this game. Guaranteed. I don't want no guarantees. I am giving it to I you anyway. I was thinking guarantees. Guarantee Miami pulls out the W here. I can't guarantee the score, but I'm saying 27 to 13. <laughs> okay. Um, Miami wins 30 if the tackles play. Or even if one of them plays, Miami wins 30-17. What if Trubisky plays? If Trubisky plays, it's 30-17, one way or another, Mike. I don't. It doesn't make any difference to me. I think Tua's going to come out, and he's going to be jacked up. Yep. He's had plenty of time to rest, Mike. I mean, that concussion situation is, you know, I mean, it's a joke. If he's fully healthy, he's going to go out there, and they're going to rock it. Yep. If the tackles play, Pittsburgh's got no chance in this football game. Our our receivers are going to just annihilate these guys. I think we put 30, 31 points up on the board. We win the game 30-17. Love it. All right. Lewis, you had something for the last word. I did, did I? <laughs> yeah. It, getting back, you know, I just mentioned the tackle position and, um, you know, People want, they're, they're very quick to blame. I mean, on the Facebook page, you're blaming kickers and you're blaming the quarterbacks and you know, Bridgewater and so on and so forth. But guys, the bottom line is this, is that you need blocking. And me and Mike have been talking about this since, you know, <laughs> T- Tannehill was here forever. When you have opportunities to make uh, to make draft picks, and and you're able to draft a tackle as we had the opportunity to do a few years ago with Sewell, you know, you have to do it. And this is the reason why. I mean, you can have all the speedy slot receivers you want in the world, but guys like Sewell come around, you know, once every so often. Um, you know, you get lucky sometimes in the later rounds drafting good offensive linemen, but at some point, you know, we have to get some young guys here. I mean, look at the position we're in right now. In that, I mean, the tackle basically lost us that football game last week. He lost us the game. And Waddle, you know, as great as he's been, you know, he he had some errors in that game. And I'm not taking anything away from him. I just felt that, you know, and I feel that our draft picks are not smart picks. They're just not. There's there were there were situations where we could be in a much better position than what we are. You know, we probably have a couple more W's on the board. I mean, just look at what 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 has created the injuries. I mean, look at the injury to our third string quarterback last week. It was because he was getting pressured. He had guys all around him when he hurt his hand. I mean, this is the problem when you don't draft guys high when you have the opportunity to do it and get a rock solid foundation there. Armstead, we knew was a question mark coming in. We threw a lot of money at him. And this is the position we're in because of decisions that we made That's somewhere the along the way. Yep. That's the trade-off. Exactly. And where are we at now? You know, I mean, you're seeing a direct result of losses due to due to these decisions that we made. And so we're guys, probably going to see Igbenogany on the field this week. And that's, that's another one. So you, you got to hope that he does well. Exactly. I mean, you know, you you need you need guys that you're drafting to be guys that are going to go out there and you don't even have to worry about them. You just plug them in and they do their job. That's what first round picks are supposed to do. You know, we've got to understand that this offensive line is 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 major. I mean, when you have a guy like Tua on the football field, a guy that has been injury injury prone and he came into the league hurt, you have to protect him. You have to protect him. A little slot receiver 
is not going to protect him. So that's the final word. Well, I think you need both. I think you need your solid tackle, and I think you need good receivers. But, you know, that, that's, that's the obvious, right? What's more important, though, Mike, in all honesty? I mean, you can't get it to You the win in the trenches. We've said that's- it for years. You know, you said we've been saying it since Tannehill. No, we, actually not. We've been saying it since Sperano was here, and uh, the Bullygate situation tore up our offensive line. Yes. And uh, that's when we started talking about it. And, you know, I'm sure we talked about it before. Where is Incognito? Some extent, but Where is yeah, Incognito? He, he retired this year. <laughs> Take him out of retirement. Put him at tackle. I they think tried that already, the Raiders. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, you know, look, again, the games are won in the trenches, and they're lost in the trenches. And, and we've seen it time and time again. For us to be a division-winning team, You've got to be able to win in the trenches. And if you need proof of that, look at Buffalo. They have very good offensive and defensive lines, and look where they are. So, all right, guys, thanks for uh, joining me this afternoon, and uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, We'll be back after the game and uh, give you our thoughts. Until then, take care, everybody. Fins up. Fins up. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, that's today's show. I just want to remind everyone that the Fin Fans podcast is proud to be part of DolphinsTalk.com podcast network and the Pigskin podcast network. Check out these sites, guys. There's lots of podcasts and information there that you'll enjoy. All right, until next time, be well and take care.